today, this evening, I've got some cognac that I'm drinking. Oh, I've got five ice cubes in there, in my classic tumbler, if I hold it up to the microphone, can you hear it? I can hear it, yeah, yeah, that sounds very satisfying actually. That's definitely like an ASMR thing. Is it? Mm. I think so. Sounds good. Well, it tastes good. I mean, it's only Cavazia, but it is Napoleon's choice of drink. So I have this thing. I have to drink cognac if I ever play it. Risk. Risk is my favorite board game. Yeah, we've had one game of Risk ever, and it ended in large arguments. Not between us, I don't think. No, we were the only ones who stayed peaceful. Participants. <laughs> yeah, I think we were. I think it's because I was. Well, winning. you're such a you're such a pacifist. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, because it's Napoleon's choice of drink. Every time I play Risk, I have to have well, I don't have to not not obsessively, but I do that. Yeah, I don't think you had cognac when we played. No, Risk. I wasn't into cognac back then. Oh, it's a recent addition. Well, since I since my flight back from from Boston to uh, to uh, London, when oh, it's a long story, isn't it? Yeah, don't get into uh, it. But I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> I had a an episode uh, back back when, before, but even before I would like a long time ago, where I I I had a I had a, a I had a party right didn't go very well. My choice of drink was whiskey, yeah, and ever since yeah, then yeah. I've I have this issue with the sort of the taste of oak barrels. That might just be the most pretentious thing I've ever said. But it's this whole thing is to be honest. It's true. It's true. Uh, I've struggled a lot with it. So brand, um, brandy, obviously cognac, um, even serene bread, uh, all ruined because of that sort of oaky kind of taste. Anyway, on my flight back from Boston, some time ago, a flight I very rarely do. Let's be clear here. I don't like flying. Not because I'm frightened, uh, for, sustainab- for sustainability reasons. No, I'm not even yes, listening to and you. Anyway, I, I digress. It's, it's when you talk, you footnote yourself, and then you footnote the footnotes. And just when I think you can't footnote the footnotes <laughs> anymore, you add in another footnote. Yeah, well, this is, what, this is why I consider myself researched. Go on. Well, it's just to say I, I, had, I had a glass of cognac to send me off to sleep because I was very tired. And and it worked. And ever since then, my taste for this... I didn't think you napped on public transport. This was a 12-hour flight. Mm. Yeah, one of them. It's not, it's not by choice. Uh, that's not why we're here. Are you drinking anything? Yeah, yes, I'm having a green tea. We don't need to talk about it. I'm going to delete it from the show notes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Gone. Well, I'm quite enjoying it, so I might just bring it up anyway.
On more interesting news, I did just watch Hair. I finished oh, it this yes, evening. Oh, yes, okay. So it's fresh I, in your mind. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind. I split it into two parts. Not because I was bored, but just because... It's quite a long movie. Like, this will be exciting to watch tomorrow. I really enjoyed it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. The ending quite got to me. I was taken aback. And I was sad and shocked. The ending is one of the most profound and sad endings ever. Yeah. Are, are we are we including spoilers? Is that something we're doing? Maybe I'll. Well, that's the spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Le- let's consider it spoiler. I feel like it's an old enough movie, but, but exactly. But, yeah, like most people have seen it. And and now I know I'm not the only one. And it's cheap as well, so just just go and watch it. But wasn't it? I thought it was quite cheap, wasn't it? Yeah, go watch it. Okay, well, no, you've, it is you've really got your good. Ways. But pay pay the pay the creator. It's not cheap at all. Uh, the ending, I mean, so profound. It, no. it's just just the way that you're sort of led up to sort of this kind of this kind of missing climax. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was this whole feeling of the, throughout the whole, um, well, the whole movie of. You know what's the point? Why? What's the? What's going to happen? What's the climax? Why are we doing this? Well, what's the end game? You know, there's a sense of sort of hollow. Uh, what are we working towards here? What's the resolution? Yeah, a lot, a lot of the way through, I was like, "What is the plot here?" Like, I'm enjoying it, and it was sort of. It felt like one of those films where, like, I know it's a musical, but where like nothing happens. But, like, you can enjoy it. And then the ending happened, and I was like, I need to rewatch this. <laughs> what is happening? I went back to the start and watched the start again. All of a sudden, the pieces fall together. The the, yeah. the white privilege, the the way that these people are living sort of outside the law, or well, very much outside of the law, the way that they're sort of occupying a city within a city, the whole hippie movement, these, mm. like, these like songs that are happening in, like, mass protests and sort of peace and love and all this sort of thing and then you get this ending that is just so so heartbreaking so heartbreaking uh, it is it is i couldn't quite believe it. it happened i thought no this is going to resolve itself in a different way and it just didn't couldn't believe it yeah and and if and it felt like it's one of those movies or a few movies in history i'm interested to hear if you've got any to add to this list but I've got a few films in, in history. I'll name one, don't worry. Um, where the ending makes the rest of the movie yeah. just it just clicks. I can't explain it really any better than just that it clicks into place, like a really satisfying Yeah, it's those movies that are better on a second viewing. Well Fight Club is the movie. Oh, that's, a, that... that's a that's 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 a good one. That's a good one. But it's it's as you explained you're enjoying it along the ride. It's a good movie. Mm. And I wouldn't put Fight Club into this because I really, really enjoyed the the story and everything leading up to the final. Right, but it's definitely better the second time. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but it, but anyway, what I was going to say was The Usual Suspects is one of those... Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, you haven't? That's a Kevin Spacey movie, so that's, that's, that's a little bit... 
that's messy territory these days. Uh, but I, I, I'm a, I am still a believer in separating artists from. Uh, yeah, from, yeah, from, I think from, you have to. And also, you got to remember the, you know, the, the many other talented actors and directors and you know all the rest of it involved in that movie. You can't just plague it just because of him. Mm. So that's another thing. Mm. But he was fantastic in that movie. Kevin Spacey is a fantastic actor. Um, but 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 anyway, uh, I, I won't say I won't say any more or anything like that. But it, that movie is another one of those where it was you know it was an enjoyable movie but you're a bit sort of like okay well what's sort of you know what's the point why are we doing this yeah and then you kind of have you understand it uh, at the end um you just got to sit through it and this one is that but in a very very different way because it deals with such sadness and betrayal not betrayal mm. but state betrayal uh, but it's got humor mm. it's got grit in it and uh, it's got color mm. too it's it's fantastic yeah, it was yeah it was really good. And LSD hallucinations. It's got all of it. Oh, it was wacky as hell. I know, Some right? Of that. Um, I love the outfits in particular as well. Okay. Do, do you have any... I had one specific outfit that I want in full. And you're not going to remember it at all. But it was one of the women. And I can't remember what the song was called. But it was sort of... They were singing a song. It was when the men were, um, like, being conscript... Cons- <laughs> Okay, edit this out. Conscript, conscript, <laughs> conscripted. No, it was totally the wrong word. They were going into war and they had to like take off their clothes. Conscripted. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, you mean you mean white boys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. White boys are delicious or something. Yeah, it's called white boys and black boys. So it's two songs. Yeah. So the white boys won. Yeah. Th- those those black ladies were absolutely. Well, there's one one woman and she's got like a sailor top on, with like a silk scarf and like turned up jeans and boots. I want the entire outfit, particularly the sailor top. It was sensational. She looks incredible. Yeah, they were very they were very stylish. One of my favorite outfits was uh, it was a very very powerful scene. So I feel bad uh, saying it was my favorite outfit because it was very powerful. Um, but it was when there's a lot of songs in it, isn't there? Gosh. Strongly recommend the the soundtrack. <laughs> soundtrack, yeah. I was gonna say you've definitely been on the soundtrack, haven't you? Uh, we'll have to discuss which our favorite songs were as well. Manchester. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. My favorite. It comes back at the end, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. My favorite is uh, "I'm Black Ain't Got No" is the name, the official name. Okay, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one that is. Uh, that, that, what am I? What have you just sent me? I just sent you the IMDb link so we can actually like look at it. Oh, he was called Hood, was he? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Oh. Is that who you're on about? No, I, I thought he had a totally different name. Yeah, but they call him like the boogeyman. Uh, yeah, my favourite outfit is when, very powerful scene, when Hood is being, shall we say, apprehended by his his wife and child in the snow. Oh, yeah, that was fabulous. And he's wearing this huge coat and it's, 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 it's long and he's got these boots and it's got frills. Yeah. And he's got... She looks great as well earrings uh, in like big dream catchers and things I mean it was just so powerful Uh, she looked great too of course such a powerful scene she's singing yeah it's shot really well that scene I think yeah it was quite it feels quite it's like I don't know what's going on like this it's just like the way it's like filmed stuff does almost feels like it's inserted into the film 
but that could have been a music video in a weird way. I know it's a musical, but... It's amazing, and but the but in a situation like that, I feel like the way that they contrast his clothes with the surroundings, and they put her in white, it almost gets this feeling of the you feel like he's on the spot. He stands out in this like really. He looks so glamorous when she's mm. so. It's not like she looks completely impoverished or anything. Although I'm sure she wasn't well off, but. It's just the fact that he's he's. It's like he's been revealed and he's there, and uh, you know everything's laid bare in a, in a certain way, and all of his sort of pretentiousness, sort of inverted pretentiousness, because the hippie movement sort of against pretentiousness, but somehow he's so pretentious. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, it's kind of he's just himself, I guess, is why he looks. Well, 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 sure, but but it's those those two sides meet. Like he's against what he's become in a, in a in a way, fake in a certain way, or playing a role. So mm. so I I think it's I think it's so fascinating, so fascinating. And what you were gonna say there, there are so many so many times during the movie as well where the scene sometimes very obvious, but the scene is. Is you could just see it being played out on stage. And I know this is common for musicals, but the most eye-catching one, memorable one, mm. is when Claude has said goodbye to all of his friends. And it's the day when he's signing up to the to, to, to the army and mm. everybody's walking in the street. Do you remember that scene? No, I don't think I do. No, like just hundreds and hundreds of people, New York, all oh, walking in the yes, street. I do remember. And he's no, of, that's like he's on his way to sign up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And just the way that they're kind of crossing over and one moment they're gone and one moment they appear and all this sort of thing. You can just see it on stage, see it happening and him sort of standing in the middle of this crowd and people are walking from one side side of the room to the other and back and forth and back and forth and shrouding in yeah. from view and that kind of stuff. I do agree that that could be put on a stage but I feel like most of it I was watching it and I was like I don't understand how this would be done on a stage. I'd like to see the stage performance. Yes, well me too. I've I've set it as a as a life goal now to see to see how the musical uh, live. Yeah. Um I'm in a dilemma though because I rented it. You rented it didn't you? You didn't buy it. Why can you not have the rented money off when you, if you want to buy it? I don't understand. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. The The whole licensing around movies is absolutely ridiculous. Because I would have bought it, but I didn't know. And it was like twice the price. You didn't. You didn't. But now you're sitting there, you're thinking. I was like, gonna watch it all the way through again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very annoyed about that. Yeah. Get it together. Uh, it's very true. I thought it was lovely that so much of it took part in Central Park. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, I agree with and that. It's sort of the power of that being of this public space. Again, exposure, uh, forests within the city, freedom within the city, within the, within the confines of the city. And then these scenes where they were also in the mansion belonging to... Um, oh, Sheila's. To Sheila's, yes, to Sheila's ma- uh, family. Or at least, or yeah, whatever whatever that situation was. Just the contrast there and these cars and the slowness and the leaves and you know, all this sort of thing. And you come to the chaos of, of these mass gatherings and yeah, all the I rest really, of it. Yeah, I did really enjoy, enjoy yeah. that. Well, yeah. And uh, on my finishing point, perhaps you have a finishing point too. You probably don't. But <sighs> Berger, oh my, oh my word, didn't 
Didn't he look handsome when he had his hair yeah, shaved? Chopped off, I know. <laughs> when he's got his uniform on. I know. Oh I, uh, my goodness! What a transformation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it was. It was quite something. I've got to say. Uh, I was, oh, yeah, I was ready to mount him there on the spot. <laughs> okay, so I did that. You've sent me a hell of a lot of tasks, and it's only been about four days since we last recorded this, yeah, but I think it's been... unreasonable of you, actually. Uh, uh, a lot of tasks? What do you mean, to tasks? Well, I had to watch her. I've had to listen to US girls. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which, okay, hair I loved. Yeah. US Girls. Oh, I have mixed feelings about. I don't love it, the album. Well, there goes our sponsorship. There goes our sponsorship. I don't think they were ever going to sponsor us. But. She. I think I agree. She. Oh, she has a band, does she? Um, so, I did enjoy the first two songs, which I think you thought I would. Um, I had it on for my run earlier, actually, and I got through more of it than I had previously. Um, and I'm a big fan of the song And Yet It Moves. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I know which one that is, yes. Yeah, I like that. Like, I think I probably like individual songs, but I don't know. Like, it was nice to have one for my run, because I just c- could just leave it on, and it was all quite pleasant. How did you feel about the the most groundbreaking thing that she... Yeah, I did like the advice to teenage self, and I particularly liked the most hurtful thing. Some of that yes. was heartbreaking. Yeah, I know, I know. To and you can just you can just hear it. And the beauty of it, I think, is not just the words, it's the way that they're like interspersed oh, and cut over layered each other. Over each other. It's fabulous. Yeah, yeah that's been How done so well. She managed to do that so well. Mm, I know. I disagree. I, I, I think this album is 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 one of the best albums I have I have heard um in twenty twenty. Mm. Well sometimes well, things like that have to grow on you. Exactly, I think that's the case, and I'm familiar with her sound yeah. and her sincerity from her previous album that I mentioned last time. I was quite obsessed with for a while, mm. and so maybe it comes easier to me. But musically, some of these some of these songs are just they just they just hit hit you, and the way that they go, they jump from one to another as a a, a piece of storytelling and drawing you into her world. Of of, of morality and um, and power, I think I think it does it. I think it does it so beautifully. Mm. I think it does it so beautifully. So so I will. That you you don't have to like it, but what I will say is is just just let it settle, and you can at least appreciate it as a piece of as a piece of art and a, a piece of very talented craftsmanship. Yeah, no, I, I, I can agree. And as I say, like, I think it would be really nice to put on if you're in a car. It was really nice to have on for my run because you can kind of, like... Like, it's it's nice to have music on that kind of just, like, sinks into the background sometimes. Um, and I think, yeah, in, in a car ride, I think it would be really good. But I had it on when I was trying to work the other day and I just turned it off. Like a couple of times, I was like, "Oh, I was enjoying that song, but now I, I don't like this song very much." But yes, I think that's I could it was see probably that. just my mindset. I was like, "Oh, I don't want that right now." Oh, I could. Uh, that's a that's a good point you've got there. So the way that I get into g- g- albums is I use them when I write. Okay. That's the main uh, time. No, so I get that. So if there's a yeah. specific sound, so for example. Yeah, this one in particular, I heard because I I know her music. I heard the first couple of songs. I thought, oh, in fact, the first 
song of this album, oddly enough, the one that was sort of recommended to me, because I'd missed this release. I'd missed this release. And the first song that was recommended recommended to to me god bless spotify is uh the remix of overtime yeah that is good i did listen to that um, and that and that just popped up on my you know the the, the radio uh the, the spotify radio situation and i just thought oh that's a good song i'll have to listen to some of her new work and i just started when i was writing i just popped on yeah he- heavy light and yeah i fell in love as you can tell yeah well i can agree that it's the, that's the right sort of music for that situation i think we're in agreement okay did i give you any other tasks that was it thank christ because it's been a <laughs> hectic couple of days okay well, that, well that, that's good i'm pleased about that i'm pleased about that i'm, I'm yeah, i feel like i've i've, in, I've broadened your view of life mm, and changed constantly in, broadening in, my horizons in, in in some ways i might have changed your life in the last four days would you would you say oh a fraction of I think change. that has changed my life. I might need to, I'm definitely going to rewatch it. But again, I'm not going to probably rewatch it in the 22 hours left. I have to rewatch it. I'm outraged. <laughs> I can't to be to be completely honest with you. I can't remember whether I whether I rented it or bought it. So I'll have to have a little look, and you I might send it to you if I yeah, bought it. Yeah, as a treat. So I thought this is a little bit of an idea I've stolen from an article. Well, I don't think it's that recent. I can't remember. Vogue didn't. Is it The Garden? No. Is it New Yorker? No, it's in the show notes. You know exactly what it is. (laughs) (sighs) I will lose my temper. Oh, 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 I'm very frightened then. So Vogue did an article called Travel Travel Via Cinema and it's just about uh, films that have really good settings. And they've kind of like split it up through countries in their article. I haven't actually looked through it specifically, but I just like the idea. Um, so I thought because people aren't going on holiday and they've had their holidays cancelled, um, it might be nice to kind of talk about some of your favourite films and some of my favourite films that make you feel like you're kind of on holiday while you watch it. You know what I'm saying? Films that make you want to go on holiday. Well, okay. Well, I've, I've got... I've You've got, got a list. I've got a list. We may have some overlaps. I've got hundreds of these. You I don't have hundreds. a list. You I'm free balling. Free falling. Okay. Free balling. Uh, the first one. Do you want to go ahead with one? Or oh, do you want go me ahead. To... Do you sound like you're on? So you said holiday, right? Yeah. What does it make me think of? <laughs> Is a 1980s movie mm. uh, called. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely ashamed to say it. I think maybe I should pick something else. This is not going to be interesting. It's a Bill Murray movie. Do you want to talk about it or not? I don't know what it is. It's a 1979, 1979 summer camp movie. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> okay, so the you said holiday. The first thing that came to mind was the 1979 movie Meatballs with... <laughs> With Bill Murray in it. Okay. I will send you the IMDb link and you can have a little look through it. This is really... Uh, we're talking about scenery here and I've gone completely... I've already I've already left the planet. But... Oh my God, okay. <laughs> but the reason why it makes me... Th- 
it makes me think of this is it's just this it's in the middle of nowhere mm. it's this movie where it's just some kids it, it it's almost a little bit um it's it's is like it a movie sk- you enjoy mm, yeah it's it's like charming it's a humorous little stupid movie that i watched i've seen a couple of times in my life but somehow it's sort of stuck with me and you know sometimes i have rogue things like this and uh it's it's almost reminiscent of something that the i'm trying to link it up to something you might have seen which or that i know you've seen is moonrise kingdom yeah okay yeah now that sort of that's a good shot actually mm, that sort of pastoral feeling that you get about summer camps Mm. this endless summer feeling and what happens on camp stays on uh, on on the camp and this you know this kind of endless youth uh mindset and these loser teachers and this loser society that exists around it and adults that never grew up this whole sort of mentality there's mm. so much of that is bursting with it it's mm. uncomfortable to watch it that's how bursting it is with it and of course Bill Murray is an absolutely charming character yeah. uh, who's also in Moonrise Kingdom for that matter isn't he but but yeah it's just it's just a great movie I, I don't know I don't know precisely where it's actually meant to be in, in all honesty but it's sort of it's North America in the middle of the woods it's got some lakes and things next to it right maybe I'll have to watch her. They have their Camp Olympics every year. Uh, should, I, should, I, should I read the little storyline or, or, or do we not want that? No, I think I've got a very good impression of it from your... Okay, alright. That's just what it is and he's trying to teach teach lessons and it's just amazing how certain movies just unlock a little figment in your brain of just yeah. a very specific time and you know, perhaps your life... I didn't really attend any summer camps per se. No, it's just quite an American thing, I imagine. Mm. It's that kind of it stereotypical... Is, it is very American but tell you what it does uh, we're gonna go into deep now but i have a very i have a a, a, quite a sensory memory right Mm. the smell of pine Mm. to me and lakes takes me right back to my youth and summertime and when i watch that movie i get that smell so clearly that 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 feeling the warmth and the the fre- the freshness of, of it and the smell of what a campsite uh, is like and uh, you know the 60s cabins that are a bit sort of rough but they'll do that sort of that sort of feeling i that get, takes me straight back to my youth in sweden with mm. with uh, it's very common in sweden to have summer houses as well and they tend to be sort of unheated yeah very very simple uh, houses that, that yeah, people well, in the countryside. Lake, there's a lake in this, uh, in like the cover, the movie cover, isn't it? I think. Yeah, so it, it's, it, it's got boats and things involved. It's, but but yeah, it it just just. It just takes me. It just takes me back to my youth, even though I never attended any of these sort of campsites. It'd be my idea a nightmare as a child, to be completely frank with you. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you actually. No, that sounds great. I'm thrilled. That's a great first pick. Okay, all right, the please. That's okay. terrific. Um, I can follow on the Bill Murray train. Um, if you want. Um, please do. Which is one of my favorite train movies. <laughs> Gosh. Um, the segue is um. Darjeeling Limited. Oh goodness, we touched on Wes Anderson twice. Yeah, it's not my favorite Wes Anderson film by any means, but the kind of it's like the train aspect of it and that kind of just journey, like yeah, train travel. It just it's a really good film for depicting train travel. I think mm-hmm. it kind of romanticizes it in a way. Absolutely, absolutely, mm. it does. It really, really does. 
and and the way that it subtly it's in, it's obviously an American movie, American actors. Yeah. But the way that it injects uh, native colors, music, culture, language, customs into the plot line in a very sort of sensitive way. I mean, I haven't That's actually you been... saying that as a white person. Yeah, of course that is. Of course that is. I was just sort of getting to that point is I haven't actually been to India, so mm. I have no idea. But it feels like if it's not true, then it's an homage to the truth is what I say. There's nothing negative about it, or at least I don't perceive it that way. It's definitely a romanticization of what it would be like, I think. Absolutely. And I, like, I kind of appreciate that aspect of it. And But, it, but isn't this exactly what scenery is? Isn't yeah. scenery nothing but romanticization? Isn't isn't meatballs out in in a campsite in the middle of the woods? Isn't that romanticizing simple childhood life and the customs that you well, might, might found in the I've back? It. it might be depicting the horrors of childhood. Yeah, exactly. No We're both tying into this sort of feeling of uh, scenery as a sort of. Can you hear that? I can. Yes. That is a cat. Oh, sounds like a ghost. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> That's so alarming. She's not gonna stop, so sorry, you might as well continue. It's <laughs> <laughs> heartbreaking. Does she want to come in, or like, what's going on? She's like in her. Little, uh, she's like in the utility room. She does this all night long. I know. It breaks my heart. I I can let her out. Do you want me to let her out and see if it shuts her up? Okay, so we had a we had a bit of an interruption there from the cat, but I think I was probably gonna go off on a rant, so I think it's best we move on to one. I think it she she knew that. Tell him to shut up. Okay, I've done trains. Hit me with your next one. Oh no, I'm torn between two movies. I'm just having a look through my library here. I've got, I'm torn between two movies. Both are two of my favourite movies of all time. So I'll ask you this: Do you want George Clooney or do you want Owen Wilson? I don't want The Descendants, um, but I do want Midnight in Paris. If that's what it's going to be. Ah <laughs> oh, crap! You know me so well. Because <laughs> well, Midnight in Paris is also on my list. Is it actually? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll quickly say that. The, the Descendants is a beautiful movie and the same thing where the location is absolutely integral to the plotline even though if you read the plotline you, you, the why aspect is not necessary but when you watch the movie the somberness the characters are all built around Hawaii that's all I'll say okay okay Midnight but in Paris Midnight so, in Paris I freaking love that film it is it is amazing. It is a it is a Woody Allen movie and I know a lot of yeah. people have struggled with Woody Allen, but I think it's I think it's fantastic. Putting I think that it's aside, Owen Wilson Owen Wilson is delightful. Owen Wilson makes any movie any movie good. And I I, I mean choose my words very mm. specifically there. He takes any movie that is crap or completely uncomfortably average and makes it good to entertaining it's 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 such a good film it is such a good movie but it's again it's an homage movie so it's 
it's an American take on what Paris life is like. We're back right back onto that, Mm -hmm. where a French person did... I mean, is that really what Paris life is? Of course not. I know, I think you have to be sensitive to that. Like, it's kind of... Yeah, of course, course. and I think you have to do the same thing with... uh, with Darjeeling Limited and and take yeah. it as it's a story. To, I'm sure Wes Anderson went to India. You know what I mean? It's sort of you've got to take it as his. Ex- yeah, and it's kind of through rose tinted glasses what he yeah, kind of thinks exactly. it could be. Exactly, it's storytelling. It's not a documentary. Yeah, but it Midnight in Paris does depict like a kind of kind of like the mystery and the romantic aspect of Paris. I think. Yes, so so so, so if, if if one is not aware of Philip, one should make a sort of brief synopsis. Yeah, go he, on. He he uh, he gets in a car. He's writing. He's in Paris. He's trying to write his book. He's having relationship issues. Owen Wilson, lead character, and he gets in this mysterious car and somehow travels back to nineteen twenties. Yeah, I don't think it's that specific. I mean, maybe it is through some of the events that happen, but yeah. I, yeah, I think I, I don't think it quite says. I, I don't remember it quite saying. I, I, yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly which day, but it's something something to that effect. And he lives this life and speaks to these these artists. Hemingway, Darling. Picasso, yeah, uh, lots of different characters, and just just enjoys them and speaks to them and gets his work criticised and gets to know himself on the way. Well, he goes, he at midnight in Paris, he gets to sort of travel back to his, a time he wishes he was alive in, is basically it's quite, what it it's is. It's quite sort of a goofy concept, it's to be honest with It's definitely a goofy concept, and I don't, I don't know why, yeah, I just... It's one of those films that you can go back... It's like what you would watch if you were feeling a bit unwell. And you're like, I need a good, easy film that's going to cheer me up. It makes me think. It feels like it's a movie where somebody else wrote it, did a really crap job with the pilot or the you know test shoot or pitching it. Woody Allen found the script like in a bin, mm. the storyline in a bin, picked it up and went, oh, why don't we just do it like this? And mm. just like redid the whole movie with a really crap sort of a concept or a very goofy concept, but just did it in such a classy way that that you're actually you you're fine with it. You just accept it. You yeah, just accept it's, it. It's definitely goofy. Um, but separating the director from the film, it is definitely uh, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a that's a very good one, and you do feel like you're in you're in Paris very much. Yeah, I've got a follow-up French film, um, Piero Le Fou. Have you seen it? It is. It's a pretty wacky film, um, but it's. I think it's nineteen sixties uh, new wave French film, and it's sort of the this man runs away with his ex girlfriend from memory, and they kind of go on like a bit of a, an adventure, and it's she's kind of being chased, and there's like. They disappear into the Mediterranean, and the scenery is just phenomenal. It's really good. Um, where is it? You? Where do they go? Into the, oh, uh, the French Riviera. Right. Okay. Mediterranean Sea, and there's kind of films of them on a beach, and it's it's definitely like a film that you need to see. Okay. All right. Just having a look through the photos. He meets Marianne, who was his mistress five years ago, and insists on calling him Piero, which is translates, I think, as the sad clown. 
so it's like a nickname for him. Um, they spend the night together and he learns that she's involved in smuggling weapons. When terrorists chase her, they decide to leave Paris and his family behind and go on the run on a crazy journey to nowhere. I think you'd love the film, actually. Yeah, sounds like my kind of thing, I think absolutely. you'd definitely love the film. It's one of the, like, they, they kind of talk to the audience at, at points in the film as well. I don't need another film character to fall in love with, though. I no. see I see a macaw as well in one of the there fish is, I've sent you a picture of the said macaw previously. Oh, I message. Yeah. Oh, have you? When I watched um, it a couple of years okay. ago. Okay, well, that won't help me now. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, it looks like absolutely my kind of thing. Very, very good. But what what makes it special? Well, why, why it's this movie? It's that kind of... It was one of the first films I thought of. It's kind of like that running away to this forests and beaches and it's it definitely feels like kind of an escape there's, a, there's definitely a questionable scene that does not hold up by today's standards where they dress up as vietnamese people i think we have to kind of move past that <laughs> it was oh. 1965 yeah it does of not that. hold up by today's standards but apart from that, it is a very good film. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm seeing a lot of plastic, plastic items. What in do you the, mean? Uh, just like various, like what they've got on their tables and things and on their walls. It's a lot of plastic. And anyway, it looks, uh, as in plastic items, it looks quite sort of 70s. Yeah. Is it 70s? 65, no. 65, 65. well, yeah. And it's got a lot of plastic like... anyway scene where he's like it's an adventure film and she's like it's a it's a love film it's an adventure film and it's kind of like layered up watch the trailer and you'll understand it's terrific okay okay, okay. well yeah it's definitely um, like it's like a proper like summer adventure but it all goes kind of crazy kind of film it's quite upsetting i do not own it so where did you watch it i have no idea i had to rent it from some other place because i was desperate to watch it <laughs> Okay. All I guess right. they've added it since. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, <gasps> we'll. They have. Okay. Excellent. Well, we'll leave. We'll leave IMDb links and and oh, iTunes links. It. Definitely but, gonna buy but yeah, it. Uh, the the short answer is it looks it looks fantastic, and I see what you mean. I want to be whisked away. I want to find yeah, a weapon all, smuggler. It's not all peachy roses and. No, I saw a few guns. Yeah, it's. It's it's intense. I don't know what to make of it. I need to watch it again. The clothing but, also looks very, very, yeah, very good. Yeah, some some stripy shirts. Yes, I saw a few of them. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Oh, oh did, did you have any more? I've got one more. Okay, yeah, shoot. Yeah, um, Call Me By Your Name. I've the, heard of that. The standard summer... Jesus, it's such a good film. It's on Netflix, so you can definitely watch that, and you will love it. Um, basically, a boy um, is in Italy with his family, and a like a student of his dad's comes to stay. It's like helping him catalogue some uh, slides of like classical statues. I think he thought they fall in love him and the boy, and it's kind of just about that. Um, but it's kind of set over this summer in Italy, 1980s, and it is just so well done. Like, there's just everything about it, like the food and the settings. Like, it's this kind of just perfect lazy summer attitude. It's just captured so darn well. All right. Yeah, definitely. This is uh, this is past me by. This is 2017. It's quite recent. It's very recent. current, yes. 
Uh, I, I've definitely heard of it, but but never watched it, missed it. So yeah, that looks really interesting. Yeah, I've got the book actually, which I'm hoping I haven't started it yet. I I, I bought it because I was like, I'm definitely going to read it this summer, and like when on like a couple of really hot days, which I'm hoping has the same kind of setting, that kind of lazy summer feeling, because that's what I I want. But it is a <laughs> sensational film. It is so well done. Uh, One of my favourite films could, ever. Could you tell me a little bit why it does the scenery so well? It's just like the locations, like the the natural locations and like the villa that the family live in. I can't describe it. just like sums up summer. Like you immediately want to go and just like lie about for six months. Not six months, but like three months and just like read a book and just eat some peaches. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, well that sounds that sounds lovely. And the acting is phenomenal. The directing is just so good. So good. Can't rave about it enough. All right. Okay. Well, we've 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 given we've given six uh, movie recommendations this one this this episode that that should hopefully keep people keep people occupied. I think. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. They make you frustrated that you're not somewhere sunny. Or perhaps we've got listeners who just listen to us and they go, well, they haven't seen that. They haven't seen that. Yeah, I Meatballs. know. I was, that's, yeah. that's worthy of Oscars. 